0: Hey, welcome along to another episode of Behind the Bar Podcast brought to you by the coaches and clients of Arte Fitness Durham, Sunderland and of course the Barbell Club where we take you from complete beginner to photo shoot ready. So if you need any information on our programmes there's a link below, click that, it'll go to the call booting system, get on the phone with Sarah, she'll talk your you goals, program details and pricing options. So click the link and we'll get you sorted. On today's episode we have old client Mike, Mike Wardley. Been with us a few years and this episode is more about following your passion, following your dreams. It's something what I'm really interested in, obviously from going self-employed 11 years ago, whatever it was, um, to obviously building up the units as we do now and building the business out. One of the hardest things I think about doing stuff like this is putting yourself out there in the social media world, in front of people and just yeah just putting yourself out there and trying not to give a shit about it about what other people think so mike's journey um his fitness journey was fantastic but we didn't even talk about his fitness journey this is him going always wanting to have a he's always had a passion of being a comedian and doing stand-up comedy um and over the last few years he's just really put himself out there gone for it um i've seen this evolve over this time um and i'm sure he, i think he's got about 70 shows under his belt now and it's just such a privilege to watch and obviously to hear his side of the story on him pushing himself all the way through this i think i'm waffling a little bit here but um i really really enjoyed this one um and mike is super nice guy and really love talking to him. so enjoy this one right then who is mike wardley Oh, straight in with that. <laughs> um, yes, who so, is he?
1: Uh, Mike is... I am... I'm not talking in the third person. That's <laughs> no, yeah, 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 yeah. Weird. Um, so, I'm a... Uh, yeah. Fuck. Uh, that's not what I was expecting you to start with. Were you not? No. <laughs> An intro um, and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, Tough um, shit, you can do I'm, it. I'm, Yeah, Mike married to Kelly. I've got two boys, two little boys. Ollie and Teddy, 12 and 6. Mint names. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ollie... Is autistic, so it can be a bit of a handful. It can be yeah. difficult, but we manage. We manage all right. Uh, me as a as a person, I'm a. i am I work full time during the day um, in marketing, but then I'm also a. I suppose you could say a semi-professional comedian now because I'm starting to get paid yeah, for yeah, it. Semi-professional, yeah, yeah, brilliant. Um, so yeah, I do do a lot of live comedy. Um, right. yeah. How, how, what, what do you want? <laughs> how, how much involved do you need from us? That was us? it,
0: uh, really. <laughs> I suppose that's it. Um, because I think it's always one of them ones where it's like, who is it, and so like you. Thinking shit, shit, yeah. shit, what do I say? Because uh-huh. obviously the context of probably today. Um, I mean, I'm interested in people's passions and for them to pursue them. Obviously, probably the from, comedy side. Yeah. So, yeah, so, yeah. so from me, like I did that a long time ago uh-huh. myself. Do you know what I mean? And I love it when um, I see people just fucking going for it. Uh-huh. Um, or like I, I see just like just even on my estate there's a young lad going round asking if people want the grass cut. Right. Do you know what I mean? He's just going for a putting himself out there. Yeah, to play yeah. that. And obviously from what I've seen from you, I mean, I don't know if you'd started comedy just before I met you or what? Yeah, it was. Was it just before? Uh, no, it was a month after, I think. It was very close. Yeah,
1: it was, it was, I think my first gig well, my first gig was in November, 2019. Right. Um, oh no, it was 2020 when I started here. But because of lockdown, I'd only done like three gigs or something. Had you? So I'd hardly done any gigs before I met you, yeah. Yeah. so it was, right. still, it was still relatively new. I so, th-
0: so this is what I love and obviously I've seen you do it and I've seen you put yourself out there and I know how hard it is to put yourself out there and all the rest of it. So where, when did you start comedy? Well yeah, it was November, November
1: 2019. Right. Um, yeah, so it was something I'd wanted to do for like, years and years and just never had the balls to do it. And then I right. got targeted from an ad on Facebook, a bit like starting here. um guys got targeted by an ad that was doing like a um and you work in marketing i know (laughs) (laughs) um they were doing it it was for charity so what you had to do is you you, so like you paid like a sign up fee and then there was a professional comedian who did like seven workshops in the run-up to an event you had to raise money for charity and then sell money like sell tickets for the charity as well to do the gig I thought, well, if I'm shit, at least I'm raising money for charity at the same time. Yeah, so that yeah. was how it started. Right. Um, but yeah, it was November 2019. It was the first right. gig.
0: So right. why, why did you start it like completely? Because it wasn't for the charity. Obviously, you no. Had, it, I, the, I just I've always,
1: always loved it. Always right. loved like stand up. Well, comedy in general, like comedy on TV and comedy films and stuff. But stand up comedy just don't know. I, I always watch people and think, God, that's to have that many people just like you've got them in the palm of your hand like and yeah if you get them all a laugh it's just like the best feeling in the world I thought I really want to try that and like I, loads of people say oh like oh, I'm funny when I am with my mates or I'm in the pub and stuff like that but it's completely different that's yeah, not yeah, the same yeah, yeah. as getting up on stage but I think like I think what always put us off is that I'm quite I can be quite funny in conversation like reacting to what other people are saying but I'm the co- complete opposite on stage like with hecklers, I don't know how to handle them and stuff yet. I okay, still, it's, right. it's really, really weird. Um, but I just always wanted to do it. Just always had the urge to do it, but never had the balls to. So and then the, it was this, this p- like this charity thing that thought, ah, oh, fuck it, just
0: go, go for, for it. Go for it. Right. So was it, how, how old then? When, when, when you I were, wanted to do when it? When you wanted to Oh, from to being it? like
1: 17, 18. Really? Aye. Right. And then I was, what, 30, 29, 35 when I started, when I right. did my first kick Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I wanted to do it for like nearly two decades and didn't have the balls. Yeah. But
0: yeah, I just bit the bullet. did you So in between that time, did you have anything like wrote up or was it like once you seen this thing, it was like, fuck let's write a set of had I had loads of notes. So I
1: probably started making notes about 10 years ago. Right. Like just in my phone, just little ideas. I think that's quite funny that, that would work that. And then like, like notes, I mean, I'm, I'm gonna show you. <laughs> I, won't, I won't show you what they all are, but yeah. just the, yeah. these are just like, whenever I think of something that I think might be funny, I jot it down and these are all things. So that's what I've got on my phone there. Yeah. And it's literally just notes reams and reams of ideas. That's all stuff that I haven't even like, touched yet. It's just when I think of something, I'll write it down.
0: Mine's the same for content ideas. Yeah. It is like little quotes, anything like that. I'll write the same down in notes. I think we need some organization between those though. Like because I don't think notes. I think there must be a better app.
1: Probably, probably. <laughs> it's, just, it's dead easy to use. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. It's there. Yeah. Aye, but there probably is a better one to use. But i used to it, and I've got a little pad as well that I sometimes carry around with us, and I write little Dear. bits in there. Yeah. Just little, so little tidbits.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's good to
1: get your ideas. Look at our list. Exactly. Because like, if I think of it and don't write it down, it'll be gone, and I'll, I'll forget it completely. Do you ever and get I'll that lose on that a night idea? Then?
0: Like, do you know just before you go to bed?
1: Oh yeah, all the time. I, d- I dream about jokes. Do you? Uh-huh. And then sometimes I wake up and think, that's quite good that, and I get my phone like, <laughs> I can barely see it, and I'm trying to type these ideas in my phone.
0: And what's Kelly think of that? She doesn't know. She, <laughs> oh, she oh, not She's, She's gone. Snoring for England. <laughs> <laughs> so right, from, um, from putting yourself out there. Yeah, so uh, from putting yourself out there, because the, this is what I'm, I've went through it myself as well. From putting yourself out there, What's been the top barriers which have come up and how you have overcome them?
1: Ah, uh, just belief, like self-belief. Because right. I, I just doubt myself all the time. I suffer really badly with imposter syndrome. Like I do in my day-to-day life right. as well with the work and stuff. Like I always feel I'm not good enough to do stuff. Okay, it's weird. Like even like being at home, I think like I, I don't know if I'm good enough to like be a husband and be a dad. And so honestly, yeah. it drives me crazy. It, it's weird. It's weird. Um, so that's probably my biggest stumbling block, just self-belief. And then, right. but it's weird, like, right up right up to doing a gig and like sat around other comics and stuff. I'm like doubting it, like this isn't gonna work. I'm not gonna be able to do it. And then as soon as you do the first joke, it's like, ah, it's all right, this. Yeah. Just the first joke. Even if it doesn't get an amazing response, I'm just like, well, I'm up here now, I'm doing it. So let's just crack on. It's weird.
0: Uh, well, is that not just being a bloke? like especially because we're children possibly because <laughs> we are just children trapped in bigger bodies Aye, true
1: <laughs> much bigger for some of so, us
0: so, so when we come to like say being uh, husband parent all the rest of it we are still kids ourselves if you get us yeah <laughs> I, I think with with the imposter thing
1: it, it always feels like you're going to get like it's it's a feeling that you're going to get found out like right. that's what it feels like you feel like you're blagging your way through everything but I felt like that, like in me, in me day to day, my job and you're everything. It's it's so <laughs> bizarre. It's horrible. I've done like courses and stuff on it to try and get out of it, really, to try and get round it. I, but I just can't. It's just, just, just something in my mind that's like, you're not good enough to
0: do this. You're easily gonna get found out soon. Does that not mean you're growing though? Because you're uh, always you're always reaching these obstacles. I hope so. Uh, I mean, like,
1: it's getting worse. The older I'm getting, I didn't used to feel like that. Right. So it's probably I think it's since I became a dad. I think. Okay. I mean, it's just yeah, but then it just impacts everything else, like all oh, my normal job and stuff. Aye? It's it's so bizarre, honestly. I can't explain <laughs> it properly. It's a weird thing. But if you look it up, it's a it's a proper thing. It's a Oh no. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, do you know this? is I've actually heard um somebody else have you heard of Paul Mort? No? Um, Paul Mort? He's like a local um I don't want to kill it off what he is, like a a, a mentor type right. mindset guy, but oh, he's like okay. a local bloke. Uh-huh. Um and he's saying like, stop using the word imposter syndrome, it's not a disease. Uh-huh. It's just this thing what we like to build yeah, in yeah. type thing, um, but I get it, uh-huh. I understand it. Um, but from that obviously, I mean, how does it fucking feel? How, how did that first ever set feel? Well,
1: it, it, it's, it's a bit of a false gig that, because, because it was, it's what's called a bringer, a bringer gig. So all the acts have like also brought, have brought the audience as well. Because you had to sell tickets to your friends right. and family, yes. yeah, so yeah. it was a bit of a false gig, to be honest. So it actually felt amazing, like because right. it was, it was in a big room. It was the stand in Newcastle, so it was like three hundred people there. And because we were quite all a new, oh, like was me. it was quite a lot. <laughs> but because we were all new, everyone was really kind of forgiven and like just laughing anyway. So it was, yeah, it was yeah, a bit yeah. of a false gig. So it felt yeah. amazing,
0: uh-huh.
1: but it wasn't really a true gig. My second gig was in front of seven people in a little pub that felt more real. Wow. Um, but I've had loads of them. Still Right, get them okay. Now. Yeah, yeah. Because when, especially when you're trying new stuff out, you, you, you just go to these little like open mic nights and stuff where there might be four or five people in. Four of them might be acts and then there's one punter. They yeah. To see it so it
0: doesn't know where they're at. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> when I had, I had a gig on Wednesday night, I was doing like my very first headline spot, 20 minutes.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and it, there was hardly anyone in. There was eight acts in two punters and one of them didn't realise what was going on and hobbled out while I was halfway through my set oh never <laughs> So, I was like, but I felt really bad because it was this old guy on crutches well on like using a walking <laughs> stick trying to get out and I couldn't carry on my set but he was like I'd been really pr- like, proud wouldn't accept any help and stuff so I was literally just watching him walk yeah. out and then as he opened the door he went I'm off to see a comedian I was like fucker <laughs> so I could have ripped the piss out of him for the last two yeah, minutes yeah, and yeah. Took him to
0: walk out And he ripped it but out I was you. trying to be
1: a nice guy and then he dropped that line and <laughs> off Aye, but um, yeah, I don't know where we were. Oh, first gig. So yeah, Yeah. the first gig was a bit false. It was a bit false, to be honest, but it was was amazing. It was amazing. So how,
0: like, does it, is it, I mean, how does it feel going on at the stage now? Are you getting used to that that little bit more?
1: Yeah, I I get used to it. I still get nervous, still get like nervous right up until going on, Um, but then the nerves just, just go. Even if it's a horrendous gig, the nerves just go straight away. Because if it is going to be shit, you can you know before you go on really if it's going to be good or bad. Right. You get a feel for the room and the, the vibe yeah. and the audience and stuff. So if it's really if you think it's going to be bad, it's just like I'll just treat this as a practice set. Yeah. Yeah. Might might throw a couple of new geek, like jokes or something in just to try like trial them out. Does and... that make you
0: more relaxed then? In a way.
1: Um, nah, I think you're more relaxed when it's going well. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're more relaxed when it's going well because you just. Obviously, you bounce off, you bounce off yeah. the crowd and stuff, and it's just, ah, it's the best feeling. Right, it is good.
0: I think I can relate because um, I've did a seminar for uh, obviously adults, which are easier. They ask questions, mm-hmm. and then I've did a seminar on nutrition and health to a school of fifteen year olds. Uh-huh. Yeah, who were talking about fucking Uncle having a cornflake diet and he lost weight. Yeah. so whatever you're saying is wrong, Mister. Uh-huh. That kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> So and that was horrible. I'll never ever teach children again. (laughs) So so I get it. Um, So what's the goal with it all, with the comedy? I mean, what would be the ideal? The ideal, and I, I, because I'm, I'm, I wouldn't
1: say I'm a pessimist, but I'm a realist. I'm very realistic with things. But ideally, I'd love to be able to do it full time, like for it to be a career. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I've, I've seen people who started just like two, three, four years before me who were like making that step now. But it's also it's 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 a massive field. There's like there's hundreds and hundreds of comics just in our, oh, yeah, our yeah, area. Yeah. Like I think people just think that, you like, you start out doing stuff and then you make you go on TV. It's not like that. obviously it's not like yeah that. of course. There's loads of pro comics out there, and I'd I'd love to just be at that level where I'm.
0: People getting in touch with you. Type yeah, thing. I mean well that yeah. happens
1: now. So right, I'm man. getting contacted yeah. now and getting uh-huh. getting booked for stuff and getting getting like, paid gigs and stuff, which is great. So, the, yeah, the ideal goal would be to do it full-time and professionally. Mm-hmm. I don't know how realistic that is, as much of as a, as a, as a goal it is. Why not? Because there's, so, there's, <laughs> there's so many, there's so many, like, trying to do that and getting out be there. it
0: better than them then?
1: I, <laughs> Isn't it? It, I know, if it was that easy, if it yeah, was that yeah. easy. Because, I mean, there's... I mean, I'm doing alright, yeah. I am doing alright, but in terms of comedy, I'm still very new. Yeah, like, like, like I'm less than 100 gigs in which to, to an average draw might sound like loads of gigs and it's really not you've got to be doing like thousands of gigs before, yeah. you, before you're doing it professionally and I'm like what 70 gigs in or something right. so for the level I'm at I'm doing okay and I, I mean I'm happy doing what I'm doing you're
0: quite, it, the, you're quite young for yeah, a comic I, I, in yeah, a century am,
1: isn't it I am be fair. and the way I look at it is that it's just it's a fucking brilliant hobby
0: that, it, it is. how yeah. I'm looking at it at the minute exactly. it's a brilliant yeah. hobby that I get a little bit of money for every now and again I think if you look at it as like, to try and probably, if you went all in trying to like, right, I want millions of pounds, whatever, for it, it'll probably never work. No, no. Like if, no. You chase, if you're chasing the money, like if, but if you're chasing the passion.
1: Yeah, and I see people doing that. I see people who, they'll come to like open mics and they'll, they'll, they'll do like five minutes and they get a few laughs and they think, oh, it's class this. Then they start applying for like headline spots like gigs and stuff that you can see <laughs> getting off and it's like, oh wait. Like, yeah. I wouldn't even dream of like applying for a headline spot yet. Right. Nah, but
0: does. you did do one. Like and yeah, I know you said it was <laughs> it was a bit different that yeah. that that
1: there's there's a there's a northeast company like a um like a CIC called Felton Out and they're mm. massively pushing like new acts and new comedians and yeah. stuff. Um and that's it's one of their nights that they do. So it's predominantly it's just a night where people go out and try new material. Like you can t- right. take a little pad on stage where you and read your notes, it's like that laid back. But then they're given like m- more established newer acts which is kind of the level i'm at giving them like the headline spots to try try and do little bits like that so it's not a proper headline gig as yeah 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 people aren't paying to come and see me Uh it was just a free night yeah um but yeah i wouldn't i I wouldn't dream of applying (laughs) for spots like that because you just get laughed away and then it just knocks off any chance of getting anywhere with that promoter because if you piss a promoter off early doors they're never going to book you again
0: yeah so you've just got to just know your level yeah. That's, that's where I'm at. That's good. good. That's still on. <laughs> it's a pain in the ass that. Um, so, well, hecklers, you mentioned it yourself. Yeah.
1: <laughs> how's, how's them? Do you know what it is? There's a, there's a misconception around hecklers, right? So, obviously when you're watching, like, TV famous comedians and they're doing, like, theatres and arenas and yeah. stuff, they do tend to get quite a lot of heckles and they'll just have built-in responses that they get. But I think I've, I, out of the 70 gigs in that that I've done, I've probably had two heckles in that time. The, you don't, the, they're not as frequent as you think. Yeah. And, it, it, and certainly in proper comedy clubs like The Stand and Newcastle and Hot Water and Liverpool and stuff, the rule is that you don't heckle. Good. Like if you're in the audience, yeah. you can heckle the host or the MC yeah. and they, they tend to say, look, don't heckle the acts, that they're pretty new or they're doing this or they're doing that. If you want to heckle anyone, heckle me. Yeah. And then like they have a bit of like crack on with the MC and, the, and stuff. But heckles aren't as as frequent as you think in comedy, so you don't get many.
0: I've I've been to one comedy show at um, Durham. It was the Funny Bones. Was it funny? Is it Funny Bones? Is that one like a, like? A they used to. it, I think it it's the Comedy a few, Store now. It, was years it goes ago. to Durham, yeah. Right. to The Garland. What Comedy Store was on? I think it was Funny Bones as well. But, right. Um, and anyway, that there was one lad there. He was like trying to heckle every act, and it was like, I was get you shut up. Man. Yeah. And then I went and seen Bert Kreisler at Newcastle Arena, yeah. whatever arena it was, um, and there was one guy who heckled at one of the opening acts and the crowd wanted to get him, like... <laughs> <laughs> and it yeah. was, I, I, found it, I found it so disrespectful because at the end of the day, like, in these opening acts, we didn't know who they were. Yeah. But still, just let them just do the job.
1: Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. Especially when the newer acts, because, yeah, like... I mean, not everyone's like me, but I've, I've got, like, a proper... Structured set and a structured routine yeah. that I like, rehearse and rehearse and rehearse, and it's it's the exact same order every time. And I yeah. might have like little throwaway comments that seem that they're off the cuff and they're not. I do them every right. gig, but then there's other people that like, they just turn up and go, I'll just do that bit and I I'll do that yeah. bit, and I don't know how they do it. Like it's it's, it's weird, but they're the ones who deal with hecklers better. Right. Because I can just think of things off the cuff. I suppose they're
0: it... putting you off, yeah. Yeah, if I'm, if
1: I'm like interrupted, I'm like, oh, I was... <sighs> that was
0: supposed to be off. But yeah, yeah, keep going.
1: <laughs> I, was... <laughs> yeah, like, I was in the middle of doing that shit. the thrown was off. What do I do? And that, that's like where my mind goes. So, right. But it doesn't happen very often. It doesn't. And if I think of something, I'll react or I'll just ignore them and just carry on. <laughs> Which isn't really a good way to deal with hecklers, but it's rather, rather than saying something that's
0: not funny, it's easier yeah. to just ignore them. So... Yeah, as long as the... Keep the mouth shut. Some Questions podcast. Oh, Christ, is that coming (laughs) up, right? I love it. You know Uh, I do. Uh, Tell us a bit about it. Might as well. You're on here.
1: Yeah. um, (laughs) So the Some Questions podcast is, it was uh, uh, just a daft throwaway idea that I had. I was watching Home Alone a few years ago. And I was, because I've seen it like every year since I was, well, since it came out, which is what, 91? (laughs) Yeah, so it's probably the film I've seen more than anything. I've seen like, what, 30 odd times now in my life. Um, and I was watching it and I like, because I know it that well now, I, I was picking up on little bits thinking like, it's ridiculous that they do that or like, why do they do that? And I thought, you could probably have some fun with this. So yeah. like, I, I just messaged a couple of the lads, I was like, like a couple of mates I've got, I was like, I just had this little idea for a podcast, just really like about 10 minutes ago, about way you watch films and just pick up on mistakes, but like have a bit of a daft laugh about it. So we rec- we're like, we're, they both agreed. We'd watch, we re-watched Home Alone again, so I watched it twice within fucking four days or something, um, and just jotted loads of notes down, and recorded it as a pilot, and we just, it was loads of fun, we just yeah. really enjoyed it, so we turned it into a series, so we, we just picked really well-known films, watch them, obviously, analyze them, but try and just pick up on ridiculous bits out of it, like stuff that you wouldn't usually maybe pick up on or realize, or things that are just so unbelievable. Um, like and then Greece. Just, And then just. Yeah, Greece yeah. was one of them, yeah. It's practically yeah. a porn now have, to I, me. Ha, have I ruined it by yeah. you. <laughs> I haven't ruined yeah. Greece. It's not like one of my top five films. Uh, um, so, yeah, we just pick really well known films and rip them apart, basically.
0: I mean, you did get into one of my better films, Batman and Robin.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's awful, that. It is now. Yeah.
0: Yeah. With all the freeze jokes, he just, just did pickle pick all, 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 the
1: all the Mr. Freeze puns. Yeah, there's yeah. something like 25 puns that he throws in throughout the film, and I think he got paid. Some it works out. Did he get paid? Some at like half a million quid for every pun that he said or something? Because he Was got it? paid ridiculous money, right, yeah, but had 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 hardly any like words in the film. So we worked it out that he yeah he got paid silly money per shit pun.
0: Any more coming?
1: Yeah, there is. Um, so we've had a bit of a break, but we've recorded two episodes. So we've done. Die Hard. right? We've done um, Dirty Dancing.
0: Right, yeah, that'll be a good one. Yeah, we recorded <laughs> that
1: ages ago. Right. Um, and we've watched Saw, but not recorded it yet. And okay. then we've got another three to, to watch and record, and we're hoping to get them out by the end of the year. Right. It's down to me, while we've had a big break, mainly because of my gigs and stuff, so we've had like a, a And you said break. it's a
0: lot of editing, didn't you? Yeah,
1: I mean, it's probably about 10 hours worth of editing. for each episode because we put like we pull loads of clips in and like sound effects and music and stuff and try and turn it into like a like a proper podcast really like a a, oh
0: fuck is this not (laughs) Well,
1: (laughs) you well you're you're on the next you're doing video (laughs) we don't don't do video yet because that's what everyone does now and it's what you really should be doing for good content it's Um, just easy
0: aye true it's easy there's no editing in this I I don't have to put things in I mean I put the little promo bit at the front but Uh, then that's it Yeah. yeah yeah My so life's
1: it's, easy. It's a, lot, it's a lot of editing and a lot of time and effort, but it, I think it's worth it is if you listen to it and listen back. It, it. it is now. Yeah, it's it really does, good. It does sound good. It is. It's good fun. It's a good laugh.
0: I'll, I'll look forward to the Dirty Dancing
1: one. Yeah. God, we had some fun with that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it, w- it will be a good night. Na- I know that. I mean, like, die hard on that. uh I think I watched it when I was younger, and then everyone, the Christmas film debate type thing. Well, we um, have that
1: debate um, massively that it is absolutely not a Christmas film, but the other two lads are that it absolutely is it? a Christmas film.
0: Does, is it actually Christmas in it, or is it just snow does in it, it? Does it snow in the first one? I can't remember. It's set just around talking, Christmas. Just, just, check, just checking, yeah, yeah, just keep talking, sorry. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, uh, easy it's, it's easy definitely point.
1: set around yeah. Christmas, but right. that doesn't, for me, it doesn't make it a Christmas. Ah, oh, I'm, I'm going to get fucking really worked up a lot. <laughs> Did you <laughs> say Harry Potter's a Christmas it film Doesn't I, do you know what, I've never read or watched any of it. Have you not? Nah, nah, because I hate, <laughs> and I know it's not really supernaturally stuff, but I hate like that type of stuff, I hate like Dear. wizards and dragons. And so not Lord of, Lord of the Rings? Sh- nah, not Game of Thrones, none of that shit. No? Oh nah, drives me crazy, I hate So what's your favourite film? Oh, I don't know if I have one, you know. I love comedy films, I think it depends what mood I'm in films I mean. are
0: easy to watch, aren't they? Yeah,
1: but I, I, I prefer that. I honestly don't think I've got a favourite film. I don't. I'm, I'm more of a... I prefer TV comedy, like comedy right. shows. so um, what's, what's
0: your favourite for them then? The Office. The Office, by yeah. Mile, <laughs> yeah, by and by Some mile. questions. Yeah. Well, that's where that comes from. I know, I've listened to the podcast. Yeah, Mike. I yeah. have actually listened to them all, you know. Yeah, I'm not, I've, I've, um...
1: I yeah, I've, I've forgot to mention that before. <laughs> that was where that comes from. That's a little nod to the office.
0: Yes, it is. All right. Yeah. Um, Which I didn't know uh-huh. until I think it explained on one of the, I think it was like a refresh episode. Yeah, we just did thing. like, yeah.
1: we did like a where we've come from why we do the podcast yeah. kind of. I think that was the last one we did actually after series three. Yeah, he's um, going
0: down in my list of like updates. Yeah, because it's been podcast that long. List, yeah, I... yeah. <laughs> we'll
1: be back. We'll be back. Yeah, this year definitely.
0: Who's who's your uh, favorite comedian, or who who do you like? I mean, who's your favorite comedian, or who do you like see get inspiration from as well?
1: Um, it's probably two part of this. So my favorite comedian to go and see is Ross Noble.
0: Yes. Yeah. Um,
1: who I've I, I've loved watching for years, and I just. You could go to his, like, you could go with short every night, and loads of it would be different. There's right. loads of bits that he makes look like again that like he makes it look like it's off the cuff, and it's not. It's like obviously rehearse stuff. But there's loads of stuff that he does that that just is off the cuff, and I just, I just I, it amazes me how he does it. It, it. It's unbelievable. Like as a well-known comedian, he's probably my favourite to go and watch. In terms of inspiration, I would say. Because I'm quite observational. So it was probably, it seems really obvious, but people like Peter Kane, Jason Manford, like their kind of style. That's, right. that's similar yeah. to what I do, I think, like observational stuff. Um, but now that I see a lot of local live comedy, there's tons of comedians who, are, like, who I'm in awe of when I watch them because it's just right, amazing okay. yeah. like, like seeing what they do. When I go to like, big gigs now to see like famous comedians, I look at it through a different set of eyes now and, and, and it's
0: yeah. it,
1: I, I don't enjoy it as much because I'm like I can second guess where a punchline's coming from or like stuff that they might again that they might make look is that they're the, the doing on the spot and I'm like that's not on the spot you've like really rehearsed yeah. that. and it's ruined it but a little it, bit for us yeah like, so
0: but, but it's good that's, that's the inspiration because they are good at that bit and this, yeah, okay, yeah
1: yeah, and like and, and for, for 99.9% of the audience it, it's uh-huh. like the like they love it that's what they are there to see. but I, because I look it through different eyes now it's weird, but local comedians is just like like I say, I'm in awe of loads of them, um
0: so you become a, uh, you've now become a creator rather than a consumer,
1: yeah, yeah, and you see it say
0: differently, say yeah yeah, yeah, I do, and I do so you've I, ruined comedy for yourself i have I've, well <laughs> i've ruined
1: like I've ruined like big t v named comedy for myself. Right. But now, like, grassroots-level comedies, just... Which I didn't really know much about. Yeah. Is incredible. Like, I would I would rather go and watch a local actor who isn't well-known. Who's well-known well known locally, but not well-known on TV. I'd rather go and watch an hour of them at the stand in Newcastle than go and see Peter K. at the arena. Yeah. Now.
0: Is that because you're rooting for them, though, as well? Because you're, like, sort of in that...
1: I think so, yeah. And I... I, I think because... I don't know, because you know them as well, I feel like I, I like to go and support them and stuff. Yeah, and then, of course. But yeah, I, I, I learn, so that every gig I go and say I learn little bits. Right. Like, there's, there's a rule, whenever I'm on a on a bill, I'll be there before the first act's on, and I'll stay right through to the end, so I'll watch, like, every kind every, of level. Yes, yeah. So yeah. I'll watch brand new acts, I'll watch, like, established opening acts, and I'll watch the headliners, just to, like, well, it, it's good to meet new people, but just to, like, just... Constantly learn and learn from what other people are doing, whereas other comedians will come, like brand new comedians, they'll come, they'll do their five minutes and then fuck off. And I'm like, you're not going to get anywhere because if you think that your five minutes is all you need to do, you're never going to progress. Yeah, you've got to, you've got to just.
0: Sounds a bit rude.
1: Well, I know, (laughs) yeah, it it, it is, and so I get it sometimes because people might travel two and three hours to do a gig.
0: Yeah, to do five minutes just, yeah, and yeah. I get, get it get that they might need to rush back practice, six hours of travel yeah. to get five minutes of practice but if
1: you've travelled if you've travelled within half an hour go to a gig just stick around like support the other new acts and then learn from the like the established ones yeah I, and I, I, I love doing that
0: honestly just... well you're getting your hours in you you, you, yeah. put, you put like it's the same in any any single thing, if you're putting all them hours in, all that, hours learning and stuff like that, you're gonna come out on top and yeah. hopefully become the professional Yeah,
1: definitely. what you'd like to be. And I'd love to be able to like, MC a gig and host a gig, but I just, I, I would crumble doing that at the minute.
0: But the like, introducing- where, like, where you're hosting it, because right.
1: that's where you do most of the crowd work and crowd work's not my right. thing. I just get up, doing my jokes and then, and then go. Um, I would love to do it, but I just, yeah, not confident enough yet. But that's why I watch others and try to right. like, pick up bits.
0: Are they more like um, I don't know what the word is where they use the body language more, like? Um, it, it's not that because I, I use quite. Like, I can imagine an MC running on and stuff like that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I suppose the, the.
1: I mean, the real you've got to be high energy, yeah. Like which, like my, my natural persona isn't like that because I'm I'm really like, I'm really socially awkward around people <laughs> all the time. So to the fact that I get up and do this on stage is just bizarre. Um, but when I when I'm on set, I've got like loads of body language and stuff. I'm like right, a okay. completely different person yeah. when I'm up there. But to to be an MC and a horse, you just gotta, even if you're having like a shit night and it's not going well, you've really just gotta like look like you're really, really at the top of your game and enjoying yourself massively.
0: Like me, I quit by six in the morning.
1: Exactly that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's true. Well it, well, it is, it really, is, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. there'll be times where you feel like you can't be arsed, but if yeah. you feel like you can't be arsed, oh, then never. everyone else I'm,
0: and... I'm always here, yeah.
1: <laughs> but yeah, not now I get yeah. Because it rubs off, and it rubs off on everybody else. It it's the same as a comedy room. If the person and the night looks like that, they can't be arsed, and the audience can't be arsed. Yeah. It just ruins mm-hmm. it for
0: everybody. Meant. Oh. So, uh, where are we at? I nearly through, Mike. Are we? So, yeah, yeah, we are. Um, that's 31 minutes in there. So, but uh, I don't have a time limit, by the way. I don't, no, This might fine. take This might take an yeah, even just, longer, don't any, worry. I don't, I don't, <laughs> if there's anything
1: to add on, just add it on. I don't
0: know, actually. I had to, do you know, when, I'm think, and when you're talking, I'm thinking a bit, oh, I lost that, and I lost that,
1: and then I forget. And then I keep rambling on. No, no, it's no, no, do it. good. No, no, you do. Write it down in your phone. And I you know don't. I do, don't
0: I? <laughs> well, everyone keeps telling us to use this, <laughs> this AIC, whatever. Have you used have you No, used yet.
1: It? Oh, it's scary. Don't Don't do it. Don't do it. Nah. Okay. But well, you like
0: telling you to use it for what? Um, for <clears throat> like blogs and stuff like that. Like if you've got ideas for blogs or write oh, up nah, training that's... plans and stuff like that. But I don't know. Try it and see what you think. It's just it's scary. I think. Is it? Ah, it's weird. It's weird. I mean, one of my mates, like, he, he is quite funny. So he wrote up this. He did a total one about one of my other friends in school about how. Uh, he was scared to get on stage. It was an absolute bullshit story, uh-huh. but he just made it up and like how he became a, like from a monkey to a gorilla type yeah, thing yeah. and all that, but it was brilliantly wrote out. Uh-huh. It was a nice story, but uh, yeah, that's the only thing I've seen of it. But um, yeah, business guy was, was talking to us about it and that, and somebody else was talking to us about it. Oh, I think it's these social social people who I follow, obviously, uh-huh. and you're gonna get behind and stuff like that with it, but um, yeah, I haven't tried it yet. Hi, uh, it's scary, it is. Is it? Give it a go though. I'll give it a go so um, what would you say or advice to anyone wanting to follow the passion
1: just do it and don't, but don't wait nearly 20 years to do it right <laughs> um, yeah just, just go for it but it, it depends what the passion is like I mean if it's someone else looking to get in a comedy cocaine just
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> not, not really something I've ever, I've, ever, I've ever dabbled with well it absolutely isn't even though I, 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 I look like I've got a really sore nose, but I've had a cold. I've got like right. a fucking Daniela Westbrook vibe going on. But just because I've been blowing my nose that much. Um, yeah, just just go for it. But be like, I mean, if, if it's comedy, because um, I can use that as an example, obviously, because I can relate yeah, to it. But yeah, just, exactly. just be realistic with it. So like, look for people that are having little open mic nights. Jot some ideas down. try Try it out. I don't try anything in front of like, friends or family or anything like that. Yeah. Because they'll tell you it's good if it even if it's not. So I like I, I right. don't practice any material on, on Kelly or mates or anything. Brilliant, yeah. Um I'll just say if you want to see it, then come and watch us.
0: Yeah. How, how did I I do have a question. So how did how did like do you know how you have to share your own social media stuff? Uh huh. Do you know what I mean? Like you see my face every fucking way. Yeah. Um how like what how do you feel doing that? Don't know why that's going off. Do you know yeah. what it is? I
1: like I've got because I've it... got have got a personal page, right? But then I've got a comedy page as well, my uh-huh. Mike Wardley comedy where I, that I try and update. And it feels a bit wanky updating the com- the Mike Wardley comedy one because it's like, should I even have that? Do you know, do you know what I mean? Yes, but but yeah. there's but there's people that have come to watch me on gigs that followed that page, who I wouldn't really want as friends on my normal page. So I feel yeah. like I've got to have them separate. I feel fine sharing it on my personal page. Because right. oh, like, because oh, everyone's right really supportive, yeah. and like, like they'll share stuff and like stuff, and like, right. you've done lo- loads. Yeah. of people share it and stuff, but then putting like, like a gig list or, or a little video or something on the comedy page. I don't know yet. Yeah, feels, feels a bit wanky, but it feels really? like something like I've got to do. Yeah,
0: I suppose yeah, you do. It's weird. The, do you know what the the, the, tr- the trouble is with it? So the uh, it's a business page, isn't it? Like a yeah, effectively. Yeah. 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 So those pages, Facebook's a complete dick and it'll never push them. Uh-huh. You get more interaction, more shares, whatever through your personal yeah. than you do that because obviously they don't want to spend advertising money on it. Uh-huh. But you need that in case you ever do want to advertise. Yeah. Because you can't obviously pay to boost your own personal. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's weird how, how
1: Facebook works well because I mean, this might sound boring, so I might need to edit this out. No. This is the marketing of me coming out. Yeah, but yeah. the way that Facebook works is like, especially on business pages, when you push a post out, it just monitors what kind of interaction that you're getting. So if you get quite a lot of people liking it straight away, initially, all it'll do is open your your post up to about 5% of the people who follow your page oh, initially. Yeah. And then if it gets a little bit of interaction, then it opens up to 7% and then 10%. Yeah. And like, it's all down to like interaction and algorithm. I hate the word algorithm, but that is exactly but what it is. But it is the algorithm, yes. Um, and like like interactions key. So like whenever anyone's like liking stuff on your page, just. Give them a little thumbs up or thanks for coming or whatever, and that yeah. opens up a little bit wider. And it's shit that you've got to do that, but it's just because it's all revenue based isn't it? Of revenue it is. focused. Um, I don't even know why I
0: told you that because you use ninety percent of my jobs, Mark. I'm yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> but yeah, um, it, it it like yeah. But do you think you'll ever do like um, little sketches on there then?
1: Funny you should say that. Um, or like
0: YouTube or something like that. Like like putting little just. Short, something like action, like you know clips know what
1: I mean? of what I've done, or like like well, both or sketches, little so
0: sketches as well.
1: I'm I'm literally just last night I'm being confirmed to do like a sketched thing in a couple of months' time right, okay. in Newcastle, but I have no idea what that sketch is going to be. Okay, it's some, it's again it's something I've wanted to do for ages, but I haven't got a clue where to start. Right. So I need to think of it like a premise and an idea, and then think about how that will work in a sketch. Um. But then it needs to work not just video, but as an audio version because we're trying to push someone out on BBC Radio Newcastle. They're right? Like, yeah. They're yeah. like helping do stuff, so it's not anything I've ever done. Right. But I am getting into that. In terms of video clips and stuff, I don't do that yet, and it's I think it's mainly because I don't have loads of material. Right. And it it's. For any professional comedians, it's a must, like, get a TikTok channel set up and just put little clips on because comedy is massive on TikTok. Uh It's just going crazy, like podcasts and comedy. Um, Because I think I've only got, like, I've probably only got about 20, 25 minutes of solid material. Right. Which is quite a lot. Like, like five or ten minutes would be the norm for someone at my level. I don't really want to be sharing that because if people come and see us they're, they're they'll know it. They're very likely to see that so if i push like if i push 10 videos out and then someone comes and sees me they've seen pretty much my whole set right do you yeah. know what i mean yeah, so yeah, I, yeah, I, I i i'm not at that level yet to to push
0: clips out i don't think just needs to be clips of scaring kelly or something like that i mean i, <laughs> I do love i scare the kids all the time i, I could do stuff like that i could yeah, do just, stuff like, just that. Shit like that yeah yeah Right, then last one then. Uh, When's the next gigs and how do people find you? Um, So the next gigs,
1: uh, well, locally, what have I got? got? I'm gonna have to get my phone out. Sorry, it's really unprofessional, isn't it?
0: Just to um, let you know. (laughs) Right. So think of it like, yeah. (laughs) That's fine, that's fine. I don't know what the date is now. Um, I I mean, we can pretend it's the the 9th of um, April now.
1: (laughs) Right, yeah, I've got my giggly. I've got my giggly. So I've got one, I've got one in Billingham at the end of April, um, which is, it's quite a, a decent one actually. So it's, it's, um, it's in a big venue in Billingham. It's with, which some people might know, um, Danny Posthill is hosting it. So he was on Britain's Got Talent. He right, was an okay. impressionist on Britain's Got Talent. Right. Um, got to the finals, did really well. So he's, he's a, like a proper pro comedian. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm on with him and then a couple of other local acts that's in Billingham. Um, I've got, I suppose the out of area ones aren't. It
0: doesn't matter, just whack them on. Yeah. um, This is national list, man. Oh, of course it is, man, of course it is. Yeah, yeah, our 50 views is from all over the world. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course.
1: (laughs) Um, I'm I'm at uh, a place called Top Cliff, which is like over Ribbon Way. Right. Um, But that's for, it's a really good promoter. So it's Hilarity Bytes, who does does those gigs. Um, is a good promoter. to. Like, to be in with and I'm getting quite a few bookings through him now so right. I, like, again, like I start, again started doing like an open spot for him and if he likes what you do then he starts like he adds you was his mailing list and it starts booking you for other gigs and I'm getting booked for stuff with him uh, I'm in Peter Lee for the same guy in June, you June know. the 2nd Yeah. <laughs> um, then I'm back at the stand in Newcastle so the right. stand every week do Red Raw which is for new acts so they'll have, like, uh, they'll have an established headliner um and a proper like horse MC but then they get like newer acts just doing five or ten minutes throughout the yeah. night. It's an amazing night. It sells out there'll be like three hundred people in there. Mind. So I'm doing that in on June the twenty-eighth and again on August the second. Um and then I'm doing my first opening slot in Newton aycliffe on the 17th of August. So that'll be a 20 minute spot. So the way that it works is normally you'll have You'll have an established act doing the opening bit, then you'll have a newer act in the middle, and then you'll have your headliner. Yeah. So normally I do like the middle spots, but like Very I'm into, making yeah. that step into the opening one. So yeah, Moving that's in up. August. So there's half a dozen <laughs> gigs coming up. Um, and all the links will be on on, on the Facebook page. So Mike, yeah. Wadley, Mike Wadley. Wadley Comedy. <laughs> yeah. So you've got to keep that updated yeah. now. Mike Wadley Comedy, they'll be on there. Um do you have Instagram as as on the
0: tick- Are you into TikTok yet?
1: I'm on TikTok, but... Not really for any comedy stuff. It's daft right. daf stuff with the kids, to be honest. So if you want to yeah. see us pissing around with the kids, oh, then right. give us a, okay, fo- yeah, give us a yeah. follow on TikTok. Again, I'm on Instagram. I don't really use it. Right, okay. Um, I probably, like... You've got to be fucking everywhere. Oh, I know. I know you do. And Instagram's probably the, one of the biggest ones, but I just, I just don't use you it. You do have a family reason. and a
0: full-time job as well.
1: True. Yeah, yeah. And that does take a lot of time up. Yeah. Yeah. Thinking that I'm not good enough for them all.
0: <laughs> and obviously, uh, and, <laughs> and obviously, some questions podcast
1: and the podcast,
0: Craig's. I'm busy, aren't
1: I? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. But the, 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 all the links will be on the Facebook page.
0: Brilliant. Yeah. Well, thank you very much, sir. It's been thank a pleasure. I've been, enjoyed yes, it. has. It
1: mint.